Hi, this is Rachel Collins, Principal Research Lead for Financial Management at APQC. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to APQC Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is part of a series on internal controls, where we wanted to answer some of the many recent and important questions that we've received on this key topic. I'm pleased to be joined by Chris Doxey, an author, speaker, and management consultant who is passionate about improving financial processes. Chris has extensive experience with transforming financial operations, implementing self-audit tools, and automating internal controls. On today's podcast, we'll discuss key risk indicators. So without further ado, here's the chat. So in today's podcast, we are speaking with Chris Doxey, our subject matter expert for our new internal controls project. And our topic today is on key risk indicators or KRIs. And my first question for you, Chris, is what are key risk indicators and why are these so important? Yeah, so KRIs really help you identify what is going on in your company. And they provide insight into risk tolerance levels. They provide insights into risk trends. And, you know, if we look at the four types of risks, it starts with strategic, compliance and regulatory, financial and operational. But I think that what a lot of, you know, companies do is they say, all right, we've got risk indicators, but gee, we we maybe need to really pay attention to not only risk, but performance. And some people say, well, I've got, you know, again, those KRIs, I don't don't need to worry about uh, key risk or or key performance indicators, KPIs. And, you know, the two really go hand in hand. And what a risk indicator will tell you is if something is happening in security, if there's been a a break-in of somebody's trying to hack into your your network. Another indicator could be even on the employee level, if there's a great great deal of uh, turnover, uh, employee satisfaction surveys, even customer satisfaction surveys, uh, dips in performance. If someone is all of a sudden, um, you know, really, uh, I guess, uh, declining in the, the performance, could be a person within a department or an entire department. And what we want to look at, too, are comparing uh, any changes in KPIs. And that might indicate some compliance issues, some control issues, potential for theft, potential for fraud. And, you know, again, when I think about KRIs, I think about, okay, if cost is increasing significantly, that's really going to make us uh, worry about financial risk. Why is a process going up? So I think if you have your key performance indicators, like a transaction cost, and you've got a pretty good baseline, you know what a transaction should cost, and all of a sudden it's way out of whack, there's an understanding that maybe there's something going on from a system process, maybe even a security perspective that needs to be investigated. So the, the two, you know, having your your risk indicator and having your performance indicator, and then doing some analytics around those and not doing things in a vacuum where you're looking at trends. So it could be a blip where all of a sudden, you know, my example of costs going 
a little high, it could be, well, maybe because everybody's working from home, maybe we haven't made, uh, you know, any sorts of, of changes that, that need to happen could be something should be automated, uh, that sort of thing. But putting things in perspective and looking at um, trends and doing analytics that really makes sense. All right, great. And I think you, you know, you're starting to allude to this in, uh, in your previous response, but I um, wanted to ask what are example KRIs that organizations should be monitoring, that any organization should be monitoring? And do you divvy these out between like proactive versus more reactive or how does that, how does that work? Yeah, and it's all about the analytics and the reporting and having the predictability um, of when those reports are going to go out. Some organizations have uh, automated um, internal controls, so they're getting those alerts on a regular basis. Someone's looking at a segregation of duties issue, and, and you know that could highlight uh, risk. Uh, but essentially, it's having a program where someone's looking at uh, something that's going to tell you that there's a risk. And that could be automated internal controls. Uh, that could be some sort of security breach. It could be from a small transactional level type of activity to a huge uh, issue. It could be, all right, someone's hacked into our data. But having those protective mechanisms like controls, like those uh, performance indicators that we talked about, and what we're really interested in, what's changing? So again, having that baseline, and I had the pleasure of working with uh, the Walt Disney Company, and they're all about performance metrics and KPIs. And they always had a benchmark um, that was established, and they would look at, all right, what's my cost according to a benchmark, and what does the cost look like from month to month, quarter to quarter, as well as the previous year. And I love that approach because that fits right into what we're talking about with KRIs because we want to look at, okay, what's changed? It could be a blip. It could be something that needs to be researched, but it's putting it all in perspective like, you know, we talked about earlier. And an example is, you know, if you don't have anything to measure against, if you don't understand risk, if you're not in, uh, including um risk mitigation with your internal controls program, it, you won't get very far. It's going to be reactionary. And to really be in that proactive mode that you mentioned, uh, it's key to understand what is really happening in your, in your business today. And um, you could be focusing on KRIs for specific process areas, as well as um, rolling those all up to uh, the corporate level which is what Walt Disney did. And they were very, very good at reacting to um, process changes that needed to be in place as well as any, any, any potential for fraud. Okay, great. And just to kind of conclude this discussion, is there any uh, advice or lessons learned that you would offer to organizations out there in terms of improving their practices related to key risk indicators? I would say wherever you can get the data and the analytics from, um, from systems rather than doing things on spreadsheets. I think, I think um, we depend upon spreadsheets so much for everything 
um, not only in finance, but in, in our companies and within operations. But if we really embed uh, key risk indicators into risk management, which uh, again is a, a key foundation of um, any internal controls program. And I would say, number one, if we can automate uh, and be predictive about the reporting um, frequency that we're doing. And when we report out um, KRIs, we don't just say, okay, here they are, you know, have a nice day. We really need to take a look at what are our action plans to address these? Is it is it something that, again, we need to react to very quickly? Do we need to get, you know, all hands on deck to get the um, problem resolved? Or is it not even a problem? Could it just be a, an indicator? And I think having accountability for KRIs and um, ensuring that anything that needs to be done quickly is, is escalated. So again, automation, um, predictability, and how often you're gonna be do doing the reporting, who you report to, not crying wolf um, if you think there's a problem, really doing your homework. And then I would say the third component is ensure that any sort of risk indicator reporting process is embedded with internal controls and is included in your overall risk management process. Great. Thanks so much, Chris, for your insights on this important topic. Okay. Thank you. This is Rachel Collins. Thanks for joining us for this APQC podcast. We encourage you to check out Chris Doxey's books, The New Accounts Payable Toolkit, The Controller's Toolkit, The Internal Controls Toolkit, and The Fast Close Toolkit. For more insights, please visit apqc.org to see our new research collection on new developments in internal controls. Thanks again and have a great rest of your day.